they have to change the rules to pass it. And two of their own, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin, oppose altering the filibuster. CBS News political contributor Molly Hooper says that makes chances of the bill's survival slim to none. To move on to general debate of this legislation, the Senate needs 60 votes, which means 10 Republicans will have to vote with Democrats. And really what we're facing right now is sort of a Hail Mary pass to say, let's get rid of that requirement so that we can move on to voting rights reform. It's one of President Biden's top priorities. There's hope Omicron-fueled COVID cases will begin to decline across the country soon, with new infections tapering off quickly in cities like New York, hit with the new strain first. For now, they're surging in Los Angeles, where cases have increased almost tenfold in a month. Carmela Coyle is president of the California Hospital Association. We are on the precipice of what will likely be the most challenging moment in this pandemic to date. Tongan officials say at least three people are confirmed dead, the devastation unspeakable on the Pacific Island nation after Saturday's underwater volcano. Correspondent Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. Entire islands carpeted in gray volcanic ash. This Tongan athlete in Australia hasn't heard from his family since the tsunami. What little he's heard about the damage is harrowing. Tonga Island's been devastated. Mango Island, every house has been wiped out. Tonga's sole underwater communication cables been been cut. The government's only communique so far speaks of an unprecedented disaster. The airline industry is warning of impending catastrophe if AT&T and Verizon go ahead with a rollout of new 5G wireless service tomorrow. CBS tech reporter Dan Patterson. The chief executives of American Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, Southwest Airlines all said that unless our major hubs are cleared to fly, the vast majority of the traveling and shipping public will essentially be grounded. They say it could affect sensitive instrumentation. They're selling lots of electric vehicles overseas. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert. EVs for the first time outselling diesel-powered vehicles in Europe in December, according to a Berlin analyst that tracks those sales with new models and government incentives. Electrics made up 20% of the market. We're just in. Microsoft is purchasing Activision Blizzard, the company that makes video games like Candy Crush and Call of Duty, for $68.7 billion, all cash. S&P futures down 44. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a speed bump. Did you hear what I said? I'm a speed bump. And if you have cut rate car insurance, the cost to reattach your muffler could really be a bump in the road. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% .9 of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? A football team traded weights for shovels in Pittsburgh. Bethel Park High's football coach and players help neighbors shovel driveways as part of their workout. I feel great about it. I think we all feel great about it. The area got more than six inches of snow Monday, so the boys helped elderly, disabled, and single parents dig out. Hey, thanks, guys. Some neighbors refused their help since the team wasn't allowed to take money, but not this guy. I've been here for 54 years, and these guys are great. This is really cool. It's a chance to connect with our community, and, and you don't get many of those, so this is nice. Monica Ricks. Go Hawks! CBS News. Look up today and you might catch a glimpse of the biggest asteroid to come within a couple of million miles of Earth this year. The 1994 PC-1 measures 3,600 feet wide. If it were to hit Earth, scientists say it would destroy everything within a 25-mile radius. But don't fear, it's expected to stay over a million miles away. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
If you've received notices from the IRS, don't panic. Get an ally. An ally in your court will protect your credit and the assets you've worked so hard to build and maintain. The IRS can be intimidating, so don't try to fight them alone. Allies Tax Relief will investigate your case and recommend the best resolution possible. Call Allies Tax Relief at 800-230-5174. They'll protect you from levies, liens, audits, and even wage garnishments. The tax attorneys at Allies Tax Relief know exactly what to do. Are you strapped for cash? Their consultation is free. When the IRS comes knocking, you'd better answer or they'll make things worse. With an ally on your side, you're protected. Don't get pressured into filing for bankruptcy or signing some unknown contract. Allies Tax Relief will review your case and any proposal for free, like they've done for so many other taxpayers. With no cash up front, Allies could save you thousands of dollars, protect your hard-earned assets, and help maintain your good credit. Call 800-230-5174. That's 800-230-5174. At Pizza Cottage, they always use the finest ingredients, treat their customers and employees like family, and always give back to the community. From pizzas to subs, wings to pasta, they have everything for your family to enjoy. You can also book their party rooms and their food trip. Pizza Cottage has a new location at 951 East State Street for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through door. So visit them today or visit their website, www.pizza-cottage.com. Here at A Work of Heart, we are grateful for our customers and their loyalty. You have been a blessing to us, and we thank you again. 2021 was a challenge for us all. If you need a positive influence for the coming year, come into our store for a new spring flag or rug. We have the best selection of flags in the Mid-Ohio Valley. We have beautiful framed art made in Pennsylvania and Indiana. Many of our pieces of art have been painted and designed by our local artist, D. Jones. Our inspirational routed signs have been made in Indiana and West Virginia. If you need some new decor for your cabin or ski lodge, we have just what you need. Bear, deer, eagles, moose, wolves, horses, cows, roosters, chickens, pigs, goats, turkeys, dogs, cats, bunnies, ducks, and so much more. You can find it all at a work of heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia. And find us on Facebook or at aworkofheart.biz. Hello everybody, my name is Carrie Knabel from Bickle Insurance Services, and we have teamed up with Leticia Jeffers with the Natural Freedom Wellness Center for our third annual coat drive. Please join us in collecting winter coats and winter essentials for the members of our community in need. We are accepting donations until December 20th, and our drop-off location is the Bickle Insurance Athens office, which is located 84 Columbus Circle, Athens, Ohio, and we are open 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. We look forward to seeing your wonderful faces and thank you for helping us warm up our community. Hi, I'm Kim and this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth show. It's not the Kim and Ruth show. It's really, (laughs) tune in to make it happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06 and we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health so let us help you make it happen Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. I don't know if you heard, but the CNE New Plains has been sold. Hello, this is Tyler. My wife Misty and I are the proud owners of the newly remodeled, fully stocked, and completely updated True Value Hardware and Farm in the Plains. So we invite you to stop on by. Take a look around for your home, hardware, outdoor power equipment, ranching, and farm hobby needs. And as always, thank you for shopping local. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and his knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM's. Well, it's been an exciting day or two now, right? 
Yesterday, code three, or whatever they call it, or code two today, just means uh, be careful, right? We're going to find out what those codes really mean and who figures them out in just a moment. It's the party line on 970 WATH. I understand 97.1 is not on the air today. We got a problem with ice on the antenna up on uh, Peach Ridge, I guess it is. Now, when you want to figure out these codes, you talk to the expert, and guess who's here? The sheriff, Rodney Smith. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, tip top. You know, before we get to that, have you been in law enforcement all your life? I I have. I've been in law enforcement for 34 years. And and how did it begin? How did it begin in law enforcement? Yeah. Um, What was your first gig? My first gig, I started out as a corrections officer. I uh, started working out at the county jail, uh, went to Hawking College, put myself through college while working at the county jail, and I got promoted to deputy in uh, 1988. Um, so I worked my well, way through the ranks uh, throughout sure. the years. I've, I've worked just about every position at the sheriff's office right now. Well, and then, let's see, the sheriff's position is also an elected position, right? It is an elected position. And how often do you have to run? You run every four years on the general election. Would you just do? Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry, Scott. It was um, uh, grabbing a paper from me, and it <laughs> it got me off track. So, okay. Well, Rodney, I'm glad you're here. Listen, um, these snow emergencies or weather emergencies. What I call it a a code. What did you call it? It's a it's a snow level. A snow level. There we go. Um. Let's see. Now there's um. We're in a level two right now. We are. <clears throat> Who determines that? Uh, actually, I do. Uh, and I'll start off by saying this. Back in the late 70s, how this all got started, one of the sheriffs asked for attorney general's opinion if the sheriff has the ability to shut down all roadways, and the answer was yes. Uh-huh. Somehow that uh, transformed through the years to do snow levels. The snow levels, one through two, are really, we're not telling anybody you can't go out and drive. It's informative. We're just letting you know the snow conditions, the road conditions. Once you get to level three, uh, we that's when the roads are closed down, and we're uh, you know you could be cited for being out on the roadway. It's for uh, doctors, nurses, emergency vehicles, and we do that just for the safety of the community. And so uh, ODOT and the county engineers can get the roads cleared off. Now we used to. Um... I probably shouldn't tell this story now that I think about it. <laughs> but anyway, us broadcast people, we sometimes get by too. But uh, anyway, we, we, we try to be very cautious and only keep our absolute necessary staff in, you know. Anyway, so um, now it was kind of bad yesterday. Um, but um, how many... Okay, I heard there were over a thousand trucks on statewide from the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. No, let's see. ODOT. ODOT, Department of Transportation, on the roads at any given moment plowing snow. Right. Actually, I think in Athens County, at least where I'm aware of, uh, ODOT did a great job. They, They worked very diligently throughout the night trying to keep the roadways open. I, they did a great job because that snow came down really fast in a short amount of time, and the, the roads got treacherous for, very quickly. So our process is we have deputies out mm-hmm. all over the county, so we disperse. Once the weather gets bad, we disperse our deputies out into the county, and they're reporting to their shift supervisor what the road conditions are. Once we determine there's a snow level, a snow level one would basically informing people that there is snow on the road. Right. There's snow on the roadways. It's snowing. You know, use caution. A level two means the roads are are slick. They're treacherous. And, again, we're not telling people, you know, you can or cannot. That's your personal decision if you want to go out. You know your own driving skills. You contact your employer. And uh, it's, it's your determination whether or not you go drive. So that's reported. And what happens, the lieutenant will call one of our administrative staff and uh, 
and it doesn't matter if it's two in the morning, three in the morning. We put it on our Facebook, on our website in real time. So if sure. we call a snow level at two thirty in the morning, within a fifteen minutes, uh, within fifteen minutes, that that is uh, set on our website and on our Facebook, so people can uh, follow our our sheriff's uh, office app, Facebook, and uh, they they know what the weather conditions are, the road conditions. Now I get a notice on my phone. Right, if you have our app, absolutely. And what I also want to talk about, so level three is a different character altogether. So if the roads get really bad and it's reported back to me, then I, I call uh, the supervisor of ODOT, mm-hmm. and I have a conversation with him. I call the county engineer, uh, Jeff Maiden. So we all three mutually agree on a level three. So we, we talk because they're looking at county roads. ODOT is looking at state roads, and I'm looking at what, is being reported to me and, and on all level threes, I, I personally go out and check the roads and see what the, the conditions are. So we make a mutual decision to uh, call level three, which uh, shuts down the roads. And we continue, continually monitor with ODOT and with the county engineer of how this is progressing. And so once, once we determine that the roads are safe and they've got the snow removal where people can get around, then we call the level three, uh, we downgrade it to a level two. Sure. And that's what we're under, folks, a level two presently. Now, um, you know, when I got out onto the uh, highways this morning, they were in pretty good shape. And uh, and I'm sure there's parts where they still need attention, but at least the ones I use coming to work each morning uh, were really good. Uh, But I saw uh, ODOT trucks doing their thing still, you know. So what... um, at what, what? How do you determine to go, to just go to level one? Again, we uh, we just had a conversation. I just had a conversation with my lieutenant, and uh, when the road conditions are like this, we really disperse uh, our officers throughout the county mm-hmm. because there's been many times where I've seen snow, a couple inches of snow in Nelsonville, and nothing in Coolville. Hmm. So we try to determine just so we can best inform you know our community of what the road conditions are. But just like today, they're going to be out uh, monitoring the roads and, and just seeing what the road conditions are on the secondary roads. And if we feel it's safe, you know, people can get around. There's not a lot of ice or a lot of slick roads. We will downgrade to a level one. Well, um, <clears throat> see, you know, everything that you've done, uh, at least uh, this so far this winter, seems to make perfect sense to me. Um, I'm not saying I've questioned you in the past. I'm just saying it all makes sense. Well, we we always joke around at sheriff's school. When whenever we call a snow level, we're always one level off. We're we're yeah. wrong on one level, according to a lot of people. But yeah. we we try the best we can. We're human. Uh, we we truly try to give it our best effort, and we try to report it as fast as we can uh, after we make these decisions. So we try to get it out there as quickly as we can, and. Uh, again, we're not perfect, but we certainly try to uh, keep the public informed as best we can. I know we've asked you this um, previous shows, <coughs> excuse me, but um, the, the sheriff's staff, uh, how many people are involved in the sheriff's department? Um, I'm also the county dog warden. So between the, the county dog warden and the sheriff's office, we, we have about uh, 45 employees. Okay. Uh, 30 of those are at the sheriff's office, which is a, includes administrative staff. Detectives, deputies, our road patrol officers. Yeah. And um, let's see, each of them have gone to some sort of academy to get their training? They all have. Okay. Every, everybody has uh, went through OPADA, which is Ohio Police Officers Training Academy, and uh, that's the beginning. Uh, once, once we hire an officer, uh, we put him through about a 16-week field training program, so they're put with a trainer for 16 weeks and they're really monitored very closely for their first year because there's a lot to learn sure. a lot to know and, and one of the cool things about this job is uh, no two days are ever the same so you don't know what you're going to get into when you show up for work what situation is going to happen uh, we really try to be problem solvers and, and try to help our community by making the situation better when we try to go on a call and, and try to assist the public just curiosity you know, the, you know you see sheriff's cruisers and things like that are they all um, equipped for uh, bad weather? All of our uh, vehicles are, are SUVs. They're Ford Explorers. So okay. the deputies, by and large, or uh, all of them, tell us that uh, they, they get around very well in bad weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, back, you know, back when I was working the road, I retired in 2013. We had all Crown Victor- uh, 
Crown I remember. Vicks. I remember. And uh, we would just have a set of chains. So if it starts snowing, you had to pull over somewhere and uh, put chains on the back of your tires mm-hmm. and, and get around that way. But now, fortunately, uh, the commissioner has been very good to us. We've, we've uh, purchased all four-wheel drive vehicles. So uh, when the weather gets bad, we can, we can actually get around pretty well. You know, the one good, one interesting thing about the chains is it helped clear the roads, if you know what I mean, from the really hard spots. Right, right. They, they, uh, I have forgotten all about chains, but my dad had chains on his vehicle when the weather was bad, when I was a kid. Well, anyway, what um, what's uh, the biggest issue for your department um, besides the weather? Um you know, we hear about um, Mercy. Columbus has had a tough time with violence and murders and all sorts of things. Um, and we hear of other big cities having an unusually um, active scene in that in those ways. Um, you know, isn't it nice to live in Athens? Athens is a great community, and, and we really try hard. We, we work very diligently to make sure our communities are safe, and what we do is community policing. Uh, and, and actually, we try to be there when they need us. Uh, sure. Drugs are our number one problem. I mean, 85 to 90% of all crimes in some fashion lead back to drugs. So if we really try to get a handle on there, we're, it's always going to be a problem. We try to get people in reco- recovery programs, and we try to really go after the drug dealers. But if you trace everything back, most – a violent situations lead back to drugs. So first and foremost, you have to always maintain and ke- try to keep a handle on drugs in your community. And uh, that's that's the first thing you can do to keep your community safe. Secondly, is just have a good professional staff that, that truly go out there and they want to help make a situation better and help people in our community and, and make it safer. Is, um, is there a, a, a certain degree of difficulty in... Um, how do I want to put this? My guess is you have a pretty good list of people that are engaged in drug activity. Um, and what I'm talking about is distribution, sale of it, that sort of thing. Um, but you've got, you've also got to have real reason to clamp down on them, right? Right. Well, we, we uh, attack that in, in two different areas. Number one, we have what we call a major crimes unit, which is a it's a grant based uh, organized drug task force and is stationed out of Fairfield County. We have um, four drug agents in Athens County. We really target the dealers. So, yeah, everything. And it's it's tough to you know, it's it's a lot of work, you know, to to uh, document, and have enough evidence to get to a drug dealer. And the second thing we do is. Uh, we, we have an interdiction program, which, you know, we we target uh, suspected drug houses and we do investigations. And, and honestly, we just try to shut them down as quickly as we can because it, it can truly ruin a neighborhood. Right. When you have somebody dr- dealing drugs, a lot of bad things happen. That's where we see our overdoses. And, and truly, the murders we've had has, has been the lower level drug houses when, when bad things like that happen. So we put a lot of time and effort and we really try to get those shut down as, as quickly as, as we can. There's also been um, what some might say long overdue interest in uh, fairness in races, um, um, ethnic races. Um, You know, it seems to me Athens is very alert to that stuff and friendly to it. I, I believe so. Uh, you know, I, I I tell people it really starts out with us. You know, we, we hire good people and we treat each other with respect and dignity. And it's expected that we go out and we treat everybody, no matter what their race, religion or, or sexual orientation is. Everybody needs to be treated with respect and dignity. And we also have uh, uh, what's called bias-free policing. So any initiated... What, what was that called? It's called bias-free policing. Oh, I got it now. And... Basically, what that is, if any officer, you know, initiates a call or a traffic stop, it's documented of the race of that person and, and what's going on. So mm-hmm. if anybody, you know, that, that just keeps so we, we can say this is what we've done and this is, you know, how we conduct ourselves. Uh, all of our traffic stops are videotaped. We have car cameras. So 
all that is documented. Sure. What's one area you wish you could um, beef up a little bit that uh, is in your focus? Um, you know, always staffing. We, we, I think we do a lot with a little. You know, for uh, a county of Athens County, this uh, population is 65,000. Right. You know, we're probably understaffed, so we, we try to really utilize the assets that we have to our, our, uh, our, our best potential. But if we could beef up anything, I think, you know, just, just some more officers uh, out on the streets because uh, Athens County is a large county. It's 503 square miles. Mm-hmm. So if we could beef up our staff, uh, that, that would be one of, the, one of the things that I would do to sort of help the office. Help me out. Uh, the name Officer Rick, was it? Rick Crossan. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Um, do we are we still working with youth a lot? Yeah, we we uh, have a uh, officers in the school uh, in three schools, and also we have a dare officer, and we're we're trying to get in, he's all the schools, but uh, Trimble and Tri County both have full time school resource officers, and our dare officer is uh, you know it's a really important job. We really try to reach out to the the students, the youth. And explain to them, you know, what problems or what consequences you pay if they try to experiment with drugs. And statistically, the more you reach out to them, the more you stay after them throughout their years, the older they get, the less likelihood they will try to uh, experiment with drugs. You bet. Because sometimes one time is just too many. One time is fatal. One time you're addicted. You know, it just depends on the person. So we, uh, we encourage people, don't even ever try it. Don't get it started. Stay away from it. If you see something, say something and report it to us. And um, now, in, in, let's see, Rick Crossan, he, you know, everybody knew Officer Rick. And it, it was kind of cool. Is he still on duty? You know, he uh, actually works for the Athens Police Department. Okay. So now, but you, let's see, your D.A.R.E. officer, what's his name? Jason White. Yeah. You used to have someone else, I think, in that capacity. Jim Childs. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, they just become... Um, I, I don't mean celebrities, but I mean the kids love them, you know? Right. It's kind of cool. Well, listen, I'm. you happen to be in the building. We just said, can you step, step in for a few minutes and, you know, update us on things? Anything you want to bring up that I've not brought up or suggested? No, I just want to, uh, you know, talk again about the snow levels, you know, that we, we try our best and, and we try to keep the public informed as best we can as soon as possible. So, uh we just ask our community to be patient. We're trying the best we can to, you know, keep them informed and updated on the road conditions. Dynamite. Rodney Smith, Sheriff, thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Thank you. Well, folks, uh, the 970 WATH party line How's continues, that? and um, uh, we were just lucky enough to catch the sheriff as he was in here uh, doing a, um, a public service announcement. All right. Let's see here. Let me get my notes in order. Um, (laughs) And if to make it even more challenging, for the last two or three days, we've had some email problems here at the radio station. And um, (coughs) we finally got it figured out. Except that... um, uh, For example, I, I have a little laptop. I have it at my desk, I take it home, I have it at my um, um, evening chair when I'm watching TV, all that sort of thing. And that's my number one machine. The number two thing is a phone on my hip, right? Um, So yesterday, um, at around noon, I guess, we stopped getting emails here at the station. So we got our our tech guy, who we call Just Jeff, Jeff Podolsky involved, and he got it all figured out, oh, say around 10 o'clock last night. And he worked with uh, the companies that help us provide those services. All right, so uh, about 11 o'clock, my phone started going nuts because I get emails both on my phone as well as my, my laptop. But my laptop didn't get any. Well made it a little tough to print some stuff this morning, right? Because I like to come in and talk about the uh, 
today's this national day and that national day and all those sort of things. But anyway, we got it worked out, and um, I, I don't have my usual stuff here. I, I was able to update our COVID stats, but we went over those in great detail yesterday. Um, I can just tell you, though, that we had, uh, let's see here, we had 132 new cases yesterday in our county. The day before, it was 328. The day before that, 560. The day before that, 514. So certainly, um, now you know that 132 might be low because we had just experienced the weekend. and Some of this, the numbers are maybe coming slower. We'll see this afternoon if that's true or not. But anyway, um, so Scott, we've got, um, let's see here. We've got to have a little fun with our turf, right? Oh, 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 yeah. I'll turn on your mic. There. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's see here. If I hit this, I'm okay? Go up to hit there. That. Yeah. Okay. Scott's pointing at screens and buttons and all sorts of things for me. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Well, Coach Turf, with the number of cases of sunburn you had over at Seashore State last week, I guess your injury report this week is quite lengthy. Well, not only that, we set, I believe, what's a school record for most folks on the injury list uh, for one ball game. You know, uh, that's all Skid Crawford's fault for not packing them uniforms, so we had to play all of our boys over to Seashore State out on the beach without any uniform shirts on. Of course, they all got sunburned real bad, and that was the reason we lost the ball game, but... Good old Scrape Simpson, our trainer, you know, he's one of them boys that's in the in the background. You don't often hear about uh, whenever he does a good job, but he done a good job this time because what he done is he remembered way back in the history of NAP Tech football, you, you, well, you probably heard of STP. Yes, I've heard of that. Well, you know, we played SPT back in the late 1950s, SPT, that's South Pole Tech, you know, uh, and uh, that was a ball game where the, the ball field froze over, it was covered with ice, you know, and, and it was made footing real treacherous, just like it was on the beach last weekend, and, and uh, old Scrape remembered ice, so he gave everybody that had that sunburn a real good ice treatment, now they're going to be ready for practice this week and ready for the ball game coming up this weekend. Well, it sounds like you've got a very competent trainer on your staff, Coach. Well, not only that, he's pretty darn good. And we'll be back with Coach Turf and more right after this. And the Art Turf Show proudly brought to you this morning by a dandelicious lunch of tomato soup and grilled cheese. Wait a minute. Did you say damn delicious? Dandy. Oh. D-A-N-D-Y. We're not allowed to say damn on the air. You said it before, so it's okay, though. <laughs> damn it. Potty mouth. Well, Coach Turf, being the positive person you are, I know you always look uh, on the bright side of things, but uh, what could you possibly find as a bright spot in a 66 to nothing loss? Only bright spot in that ball game was the sun. You know, that uh, rascal shone down, and all of our ball players there on the beach caused all that sunburn, and that's the thing that's going to stick out in everybody's mind. But I do want to point out to good old, our good old fans at uh, Shank Wedgman, the boy that won the game ball for all of his punting last week. He won it again this week because I think he set another school record most punts in two consecutive straight games in a row, and I don't know what the numbers is. Numbers Norwalk, he could tell you if he was here, but he ain't here, so we can't tell you. But it is a school record. He told me that on the Packard on the way back, and he did a real fine job punting that ball out of there, and he's uh, probably the only one that uh, didn't get sunburned on his back. He just got sunburned on top of his head. Well, Coach, I had the privilege of driving your uh, vehicle, that Packard, uh, last week, and I was just wondering how the uh, automobile made the trip back. Well, it was a fine trip. You know, uh, uh, the Packard didn't get sunburned. It was nice and cool there all the way back, except for the fellas that was uh, sitting back in the back seat. Uh, they was the ones doing the pushing. I'm certain those guys pushing the Packard worked up a good appetite, and that uh, reminds me we're going to be doing our Friday program from your training table, I understand. I just uh, wonder what's going to be on the menu. Well, I don't know. Uh, we always leave that up to our ace crack dietitian tubby thompson and uh, we have to check with tubby on that but i can guarantee you one thing I, I believe we've seen enough seafood for a while feel 
listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Mercy. What was that? Okay. Well, a kind of a different morning here to be uh, certain. Ooga. Ooga. Yeah. Um, let's see. We go from something as um, crazy as that to uh, the Fred Palmer commentary. This from years ago. This was entitled Speaking. Friends, there are 26 letters in the alphabet, A through Z, and 10 numerals, 0 through 9. With these 36 symbols, we communicate our thoughts. Why is it that one person can tell a funny story and it falls flat? Yet Bob Hope tells the same story using the same words and it creates tremendous laughter. We say the Lord's Prayer in so many words. Charles Lawton did it on TV and moved millions to tears or deep spiritual emotion. As a speech exercise, can you say yes so that sounds like no or maybe or I'm not sure? Can you say no so that sounds like maybe or I really don't mean it? How do we sound to our friends? If we asked 12 people to tell us what they thought of our voice, what would they say? Now, let's make a list of some common faults. First, there's, uh, uh, or, you know, uh, you understand. Uh, I, I mean, I mean. Then there is the mumble, the ramble, the monotone, or a lack of confidence. Now, let's make a list of some strong points. First, speak firmly enough to be easily understood. Now, many people are somewhat hard of hearing. Second, don't ramble. Stick to the subject. Third, avoid expressions that mean nothing, such as, uh, uh, uh. Fourth, the use of pause, pitch, and pace improves communication. Fifth, don't talk about those things that interest only you. This is boring to your listener. And last, always use, for instance, illustrate your point with an interesting and practical example. Certainly a voice should express enthusiasm, confidence, sincerity, and credibility. Just thought you'd like to know. Wow. Love it. Yeah. And I remember his uh, expressing those thoughts to me periodically. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think a lot of people could benefit from that. Of course. You know, and uh, made me think about some sayings that people use. And I think I mentioned this one time before, but used to have staff meetings. And the main speaker would say many times with that being said I'm like okay okay, yes we know that was said and then he would continue on but then again it would pop up you know maybe two minutes later with that being said and here's another one it is what it is yeah that one I don't buy too much um and I just want to respond with, really? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> but to put out an explanation of why <laughs> some action or effort is important, and then saying, with that being said, can we try to improve whatever it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I, that one doesn't bother me nearly as much. But um, you're justifying why you're asking for this extra effort. Yeah, but I, I guess my thoughts were, yes, with, with that said, okay, it was said. So we have a caller. We do. We do? Uh, I think so. Good morning. Yes. Uh, how come... Uh... Your uh, station isn't on the air. Okay, ninety-seven-one is iced up. Okay. Okay, the antenna is up on the highest point of uh, Peach Ridge out there, and um, it got Been all out Sunday. It uh, it'll be melting over the next day or two. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, that's what I was wanting. To I'm find so out. sorry. Well, hang on. Um, Wait a minute. Let's refer them to 970 But, a- I mean, you're, you're listening to us on AM, too, right? Uh, FM. Okay. Are you, are you certainly, I hope, know that we have a WATH on AM. Did you know yes, that? Yes. Uh, 
It's 970 on AM, 97.1 on FM. But the big powerful voice is our AM station. And that's not coming in. Oh, yeah. It's working fine. So um, The AM side is working oh, the, fine. Uh, the AM side is working fine. Yes, Scott, thanks for clarifying that. Yes. There was a question. Yeah. So it it is a simulcast, and then also if you're if you've ever done streaming and things like that, over your phone or computers or whatever, all of that's working fine. It's just ninety seven point one. Well, the ninety seven okay. one feeds the streaming, so the streaming is not available right now too. Okay. So the ni- okay. Well, so, anyway, but 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 uh, hang on before you go. What we're talking about here on 970 AM is exactly yes. what you would hear on 97.1 FM. There's simulcast. Yeah. So if you want to flip okay. over to 970 AM, you can hear it there. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we don't like it when everything isn't working either. Okay. Well, okay. Thanks. thanks for the call. Yes, thank you. All right. Um well, let's see here. We can do some of our regular stuff. Um, well, let's see here. So, you know, how we often talk about National Day, um, what National Day it is. and um, Let me just get something here figured out. Uh, okay, here we go. So today is January 18th, right? Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day, a holiday for many, um, um, what do we want to call it? It, it? It's a designated federal holiday. Yeah, the observance of his birthday. Uh, but today is January 18th. It's National Michigan Day. Oh, I heard a few groans out there on yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's National Peking Duck Day. Uh, are you a fan of Asian foods? Yeah, I some am, of them. I am yeah. too. Not the spicy stuff, but oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's National Thesaurus Day. I think thesauruses are cool. That's That's where you look up one word and then it gives you a bunch of others that mean similar things, mm-hmm. right? Synonyms. Yes. Yeah. And it's National Winnie the Pooh Day. Oh, we're going to have to play the House of Pooh Corner. Huh? <clears throat> That's a what a tune? Yeah. Kenny Loggins, it is a great song. And yes, well, we do have it. Shh. Phone be <laughs> quiet. He took offense to Winnie the Pooh getting the spotlight. No, we've Chewbacca. Got, I've got um. But I used to not care for that song a whole lot. But I guess I I the, don't remember it at all. So the older I got, the, I, the more cool it became. I guess. Let's uh, <laughs> let's put it on cue. Here. All right. Now, uh, what about historical events? Um. These are not the. Ordinary reports I get in the mail. Like I said, our email's not up to par at the moment. But I tried to find some anyway. So, in the year 532, Nika, uprising against Emperor Justinian I in Constantinople, fails. Out of that 30,000 killed by troops that were loyal to the emperor uh, in the Hippodrome. 30,000 killed. In the year 1591, we just skipped over a thousand years, King Narasuan, N-A-R-E-S-U-A-N, I do my best, folks, of Siam, Kills Crown, uh, Crown Prince Minshitsra, Minshitsra of Burma in single combat. And uh, that date is still observed 
as the Royal Thai, the Royal Thai Armed Forces Day. Now let's skip to the year 1788, the first elements of the first fleet carrying 736 convicts from England to Australia arrives at Botany Bay to set up a penal uh, colony. 1871, the Second German Empire proclaimed by Kaiser Wilhelm I and Otto von Bismarck. 1871. Far more recent now, this is uh, the last one I think we have in terms of historic. 1943, the Soviets announced they have broken the long siege of Leningrad by Nazi Germany by opening a narrow land corridor through the siege. Through this siege would not be fully... Uh, no, 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 no. There's no R in there. Though the siege would not be fully lifted until a year later. What about showbiz? In 1974, on this date, the six million dollar six the six million dollar man starring Lee Majors premieres on ABC. I remember that one. I don't. Maybe if I saw one or two episodes I I'd say, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was like an Air Force pilot in the in the series that had an accident okay. and needed uh body parts put back together so they at the beginning of the show they say we have the technology to rebuild him so you know that's that's ringing some bells for me yeah they gave him like the supersonic eyes with zoom features and able to run faster than the speed of sound yeah it's starting to come now yeah okay what about music well, in 1980, on this date, Pink Floyd's album, The Wall, hits number one. I remember that one, too. <clears throat> Sports. 1983, the International Olympic Re uh, Committee restores Jim Thorpe's Olympic medals, the pentathlon and the decathlon victories. Seventy years after they were taken from him for being paid twenty-five dollars in semi-pro baseball. Yeah, that was a big controversy back in the day. <clears throat> um. Let's see here. Here's just a fact. A factoid, which is interesting, but doesn't mean a whole lot. Anyway, it says the world's 62 richest people are now as wealthy as half the world's population. That's... Kind of remarkable. Yeah, that's a very small percentage. Of wealthy people compared to the population. Sixty there are sixty-two people. Okay, the world's sixty-two richest people are now as wealthy as half the world's population. Okay, let's see here. What are they getting at here? This is not our customary report we're, we're used to using, so it's kind of... I guess these are all birthdays. Peter Mark Roger. He lived from 1779 to 1869. R-O-G-E-T. Was that, um, I want to say wristwatches? I was thinking more of like a 
Isn't there a wine or something like that? I don't know. Peter Mark Roget, R-O-G-E-T? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Bad guy? No, we're, we're off. He was a British physician. Oh. <laughs> and what made him famous? Uh, let's see. He is best known for publishing in 1852 the Thesaurus of English Words and Phrases. A classified collection of related words, okay. with this being National Thesaurus Day. Okay, the next one is Daniel Webster, which is also uh, the name of my son-in-law. But this Daniel Webster lived from 1782 to 1852. He was an American lawyer and statesman who represented New Hampshire and Massachusetts in the U.S. Congress and served as the U.S. Secretary of State under Presidents William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, and Millard Fillmore. Daniel Williams, 1858 to 1931. Daniel Williams. 1858, you mm-hmm. say? Yes. Okay. This, uh, he was born on that date. Right. On, on this date in 1858. Daniel Hale Williams. Looks like he was an American general surgeon. Two medical guys. Yeah. Okay, Milne. The, uh, uh, the next name is A.A. Milne, M-I-L-N-E. Okay, before we get on, Daniel Hale Williams was known for performing the world's first successful heart surgery oh. in 1893. Oh. Now, the next one is... A.A. Uh, Milne, M-I-L-N-E, born on this date in 1882, died in 1956. Oh, he was an author, and I think he may have something to do with Winnie the Pooh. Really? Alan Alexander Milne was an English author best known for his books about the teddy bear Winnie the Pooh and for various poems. Milne was noted for writing primarily as a playwright before the huge success of Winnie the Pooh overshadowed all of his previous work. Okay, what was that comedy comedy team? Laurel and Hardy, right? Yes. Stan Laurel, Oliver Hardy. And my dad knew Oliver real well. Um, anyway, he was born in 1892 on this date. Died in 1957. Any tidbits you can add? Uh, which one was it? Oliver, Oliver. Hardy? Yeah. Okay. Oliver Hardy. Well, let's just see what we can come up with here. Oliver Hardy, an American comic, as you've just mentioned there. And, um, well, he was the half of Lauren Hardy, obviously, the double act that began in the era of silent films and lasted from 1927 to 1955, he appeared with his comedy partner Stan Laurel mm-hmm. in 107 short films, feature films, and cameo roles. So if you recall, uh, Stan Laurel was slender. Oliver Hardy was portly. Yes. All right. Later in life, uh, Oliver Hardy became, um, well, less portly, shall we say. Well, he had health issues, as I recall. Yes, he did. Okay, Cary Grant, born in 1904 on this date, died in 1986. And, of course, uh, we really know pretty much about him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> they've got a um, couple here who are alive. Kevin Costner, today his 67th birthday. Of course, we know him as an American actor and uh, one of... Uh, one of his best performances, I think, was in the movie JFK. Yeah. I think it was done by Oliver Stone, I want to say. Uh, he's received two Academy Awards, two Golden Globe Awards, a Primetime Emmy Award, and two Screen Actors Guild Awards. He uh, starred in Fandango, American Flyers, Silverado, and uh, remember the movie Field of Dreams? Yes. It was a great performance in that one, too. I enjoyed that one. One more uh, living birthday. Um, Mark, and this name is not very familiar to me, but I I hope I do it justice. Messier, 
M E S S I E R. I think he was a sixty first sixty first birthday today. A what? Yeah, I think he was a professional hockey player. Oh. Yeah, the uh connection's a little bit slow here this morning, so yeah. we're we're buying a little time, that's why. But uh yes, Mark Messier. Mark John Douglas Messier is a Canadian former professional hockey player. He was a center in the National Hockey League. He played 25 years in the NHL with the Edmonton Oilers, New York Rangers, and Vancouver Canucks. He was a good one. Okay, so this Winnie the Pooh thing. Now, uh, (coughs) we're short on time here, but... This is uh, four minutes long, so we're not going to get all the way, but let's just do it. Okay. Loggins and Messina. Okay. Perfectly time to end our show. We'll do it all over again tomorrow, folks.
In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Senate Democrats are ready to begin debate on a new voting rights bill, despite almost certain defeat. Massachusetts Elizabeth Warren tells the Late Show Stephen Colbert it's important to bring the matter to the fore. State legislatures all around the country that are controlled by Republicans are doing everything they can to keep people from voting. Two Democrats, Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin, say they support the bill but won't agree to alter the filibuster in order to get it passed without any Republican support. Airlines are warning commerce will grind to a halt if AT&T and Verizon are allowed to roll out new 5G service near airports. Correspondent Errol Barnett is at Reagan National. 5G technology kicks in at airports across the country tomorrow, and airlines are currently warning that interference on its C-band spectrum could impact close to half of commercial and cargo flights. COVID cases still skyrocket.